supersonic. 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 Welcome to Supersonic Hospitality Marketing with me, Mark McSee, where we meet the most interesting people in hospitality, marketing, business, and beyond to hear tips, tricks, and tales to help your brand boom. This podcast is sponsored by Vita Mojo, the all-in-one restaurant management platform helping operators grow ATV, reduce tech complexity, and serve guests better. And now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Vita Mojo is proud to be the headline sponsor of the Supersonic Marketing Podcast. Vita Mojo transforms chaos into confidence for hospitality operators worldwide, empowering brands to streamline order management and take control of their business. With its flexible end to end order management system, Vita Mojo gives you one central place to manage your menu across every channel, brand, and location. But Vita Mojo is much more than an out of the box software solution. The Vita Mojo team are with you every step of the way, providing the partnership you need, the technology you want, and the experience your guests deserve, all in one place. Vita Mojo will help you adapt to whatever the world throws at your hospitality business. For more information, visit vitamojo.com slash supersonic. Want to be recognised as one of the most innovative and best performing brands in our sector? I'm James Haken, the founder of Restaurant Marketer and Innovator, and here to tell you it's your time to shine. Our 2024 awards are open for entry with 13 categories. Join the likes of Brewdog, McDonald's, Turtle Bay, Box Park, Fuller's, Grind, Gales and Rick Stein restaurants who have all picked up wins in recent years. Visit restaurantinnovator.com to find out more information and apply. So a Scotsman and an Irishman walk into a podcast, I suppose that's going to be the theme of today. But today I have a good mate, actually, who is Gavin Adair, and he's the CEO of Rosa's Tie and many, many things before that, which we'll cover in the podcast. I'm so excited to sit down and actually get to know Gavin a bit more because usually we're at one of these award ceremonies where we've had a few too many drinks. We don't really remember what we've covered. And also I worked with Gavin, I was lucky enough to work with Gavin at Rosa's Thai and I sat in the CMO for a little bit and it was just great to see him leading the business and how he did it. One of the cleverest people I've ever sat in a room with. And what I love about Gavin is even if he has an idea, he plays devil's advocate with himself and he will kick, kick, kick away at ideas until we're sure that it's the right thing to do. And it really is a great tip for anyone leading businesses or anyone having to make big decisions where they are absolutely sure it's the right thing to do. I've had the pleasure of seeing Gav talking to the restaurant teams, being in the boardroom, being in meetings with management and really thinking big. So thanks for having me at Rosa's Thai, Gav. Really enjoyed it. But I'm really interested to have a proper chat with you and no drink involved, where we really, really get to know the real Gavin Adair. I think you really enjoy this episode, I really did, and I'm just in awe of the trajectory that Rose's tie is on at the moment. It really is going at some speed, so 
well done to him, well done to the Tri-Span team, and well done to everyone at Roses. It's just a joy to behold. Here's Gav. Enjoy the episode. So it gives me the most have-you-eaten-yet pleasure ever to introduce my next guest, who is the cleverest man, one of the cleverest men I've ever met. <laughs> He's not liking this title. It's, uh, Gavin Adair, CEO, Rosa's Tie. Hello, Jet Setter. Ginka or Cup. It's getting better. It is getting better. I was going to do you know what that means? Uh, is that not have-you-eaten-yet? That is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll be corrected. It was my attempt at, or, uh, around that area. It's close. Well, yeah. uh, nice <laughs> to be here. The monkey is in the tree. Nice yeah. to be here. <laughs> yeah. Well, jetted in from Glasgow. Jetted in from uh, my latest international jaunt, <laughs> Glasgow. It's always hoping it'll be a different country. Glasgow. <laughs> and how's it going? Uh, how's it going generally? Generally, oh, in Glasgow. Well, oh, Glasgow, yeah. Glasgow, yeah, because Glasgow's uh, hot off the presses. Uh, yeah, getting finished as I was there. A few weeks back. No pun intended, because last night was press night. Um, and uh, yeah, it was great. It's so far, so far, so good. So far, very good. Last night was great. Guys, our team are knocking it out of the park. They look like a great team, you know, even just from the socials and some of the soft visits that some of my mates went to, you know, they were really saying like people were absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting, that little area is almost getting regenerated a little bit because you've got Mowgli's just opened, you guys have opened. There's a couple of other bits and bobs happening there. It was sort of burger corner for a long time. Yeah, bread then, meets bread, uh, moved into I think the old five guys. And, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And a lot of local operators. Yeah, all I, mean, I, I, spent, I spent a lot of well, Still there? Great, great bar. Yeah. Formative days. Um, so, yeah, I spent quite a lot of time up there in my Oaxaca days, which I'm sure we'll get to looking yes. for looking for sites. So I uh, sort of knew that part of the city pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and my sister lives there now, so I was with her last night. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're we're very pleased. We're very pleased to be there. I'm very yeah. pleased it's, it's going well. And, uh, and obviously, you know a little bit about our brand. So it's, yes. uh, that's one of the first sites we've done in a sort of a, an updated look and feel. It so it's fantastic. Yeah, it was really, I mean, walking into it again last night, it's the second time I've, I've yeah. been in. I was up for the friends and family night. And yeah. last night, walking in again, I was just like, oh, yeah. It, 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 it is as good as I remember. So. I think you've nailed it. And, you know, I think, over, you know, fessing up. So we worked together for a little bit. I sat in for you well. And um, there was that brief of, the brand that wanted to be and what it was actualized and it just there was that mismatch and we kissed a lot of frogs as well we met loads of designers and it just weren't quite getting it right you know what you'd imagined but when i saw the pictures from it i just thought yeah yeah almost like you recognized it yeah you know yeah it was everything you wanted it to be we just yeah i mean cut long story short we suddenly you know it had a bit of a light bulb moment that mm. that we'd we'd caught ourselves and and we were falling between one thing and another. Yeah. It, 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 you know the the business the, the business has always been about uh, substance over form, mm. and and we were just creeping into that sort of slightly sanitized. Uh, where what, what are we actually standing for? It was neither the sort of the ca- simple cafe nor the sort of. Uh, all singing, all dancing, more opulent uh, yeah. thing that works for many brands, but yeah, but yeah. wasn't us. So so uh, yeah, we've that's the is that now the third I think in that new look and feel, and we've and we've referred one already. And I mean, there's only a, a few sites really where that applies, so it's yeah. quite easy to go back and and just give it a lift. But yeah, 
Yeah, we're, well, we're jumping ahead, aren't we? But straight away, oh, as, I, as I do, as I tend to do, uh, just go off down a certain path. You'll have to keep, sometimes I pull myself back, sometimes you'll have to pull me back. Closing, closing questions. Um, so, <laughs> it's, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> nice to see you. Um, what about, uh, what's next then? What, what is the next site after? Is it Edinburgh? Edinburgh's on site, uh, fitting out now, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So that'll be open at the end of October, or start of November. And we just found out, yes, Today, know what day is? Can't even, don't even know what day the week is. Find out earlier this week. That's a better thing to say. Find out earlier this week that we've got our final approvals in for a site in Westfield, London. So, yeah. so that will also be open uh, before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 muddling along. And how's trading? Because I guess all I'm seeing when I'm talking to people at the moment is lunches are screwed. Everyone's trading up to weekends. Um, obviously, you're across a lot of cities and also some of the smaller cities as well. What are you sort of seeing out there? What's what's the trading patterns and what you, what's happening? Well, mm. Mm. I mean, I shouldn't hesitate anymore. I, I, I've I think we have probably spoken about this mm. in the past. That for for quite a long time, I've I've sort of been happy for us to stay under the radar mm. uh, as we've been doing very well and, and, I, and I haven't wanted to shout about it when when a lot of people are, are finding it quite tough yeah. but more recently I've, I've finally been convinced that it's we should be proud of it yeah. rather, rather than worry about um, how, how others are getting on so you know the answer is uh, and I'm touching yeah, whatever word there is here including that supposedly smart rent that <laughs> the answer is um, we're we're training really well and yeah. you know against against metrics, against the market trackers, against our own expectations, uh, we're really happy. And obviously, the priority w- was for us to to continue to build back because we're not fully back there in dining. Yeah. But that's come probably a little bit, little bit quicker than we had expected. Uh, and across most day parts, to be honest, Mark. Mm-hmm. And then we've been pleasantly surprised that, that delivery has has also held up. And, and so it's also in growth. So we're, yeah. so we've got, Double-digit growth in just in, delivery, or just delivery. Uh, so we, 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 yeah, we, we, uh, we, we doubled down on on our existing exclusive partnership, and and yeah. that's uh, not that there weren't other good options, but yeah, but we, yeah, we're very happy with with how that's going. And even though the focus is, again, not you know, the focus yeah. is very much we're we're a, we're we're a, we're a restaurant, we're yeah. a simple restaurant, yeah. but we're a restaurant, yeah. and and uh, delivery has been great for the brand, and it works for the brand because the food. The food travels really, really well, but you know some other some other food types it doesn't travel as well, mm-hmm. and and there's a real distinctive difference. Yeah. Less so with us, but it is better. Yeah, yeah. In the restaurant, and your experience is better because somebody else is looking after you and cleaning up after you. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. no dishes. And then in terms of uh, how many sites now. So that's a question that I sometimes stumble over, yeah. which feels like a question the CEO shouldn't stumble <laughs> over. So we, so Edinburgh will be 38, 38. roses. Mm-hmm. And we have a lovely little business south of Covent Garden called Lao Cafe. Mm-hmm. And Saipin asks me more or less every day, certainly every week, mm-hmm. when, when are we doing another one of those? Oh. Um, she asked me yesterday, twice. I'll tell you a good story about that too. <laughs> and uh, so we have, so there, that is a standalone standalone site under a, under a separate brand. And what's the difference? Uh, it's, well, one is Thai food and one is Lao food. Uh-huh. Now, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for, for like, an un, 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 well, I was going to say for yeah. an uneducated man like yeah. me, certainly before I uh, joined, mm-hmm. joined the business, um, 
in, in really simple terms, the Lao food is just a little bit more challenging. It's a little bit more adventurous. So, uh-huh. so you'd have fermented sausages and you'd have duck heart and you'd have various other, you'd maybe pickled crab mm-hmm. sometime instead of, uh, sometime instead of having uh, a regular papaya salad. So, yeah, yeah. um, I like it. It's spicier. I, I don't eat everything on the menu, um, so that, that's how I that's how I think about the difference. But it's yeah. but fundamentally in terms of broad brand positioning, you know, mm. the, the casual element, the simplicity, the buzz, the mm. small footprints. So that that's the same. Anyway, the, we we may do something like that because it it is super popular and it draws people in from everywhere. And I said I would tell you a story. Yeah, so yeah. so yesterday, so apparently, so yesterday yesterday's. Uh, uh, not so subtle um, question from Saipin, can we have another Lao Cafe? Uh, she showed me a picture of uh, of the singer John Legend and said, do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. And I said, even I know who that is, Saipin. Uh, that's that singer John Legend, isn't it? And she said, it is. I said, why am I seeing a picture of John Legend? He said, because we turned him away from Lao Cafe twice last week. And I said, that can't be true. He said, no, no, it is. Uh, we were full. And, uh, and our manager said, we can't, he was with his wife and his mother-in-law, wow. and, and our manager said, we're, we're full. And a friend of mine was in the restaurant and said, do you not know who that is? And he said, no. He said, but that's John Legend. He said, well, we're still full. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I can do. so I was standing, we were standing waiting for a taxi, and, uh, and, I, and I started a timer in my head as to how long it would be before she said, we should open another little cafe. <laughs> what, next door? <laughs> <laughs> anywhere, anywhere, and sure enough, she, and sure enough, she did. So maybe, maybe one day. Um, That's amazing, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone like that, you know, has heard about it, and it li- comes twice. A literal legend. A literal, a, a legend. literal legend. And his wife is so famous as well. Yeah, two of them. Yeah. Jeez. Well, I should probably there should probably be a disclaimer here that that you know I I don't. I, this is just a story. That's yeah. like a picture I picture you with a story she told me, but it's a great story. It's a great story, and uh, and the and the caveat I had in the town uh, enjoyed it, and then told me about nine stories as only Glaswegian taxi drivers can do, none of which are repeatable. <laughs> <laughs> Who did they have in the back of the car? It wasn't even none of it was that. None of it was that. He told me about a friend who had a Thai restaurant in the in the city, and I said, oh, "Was it good?" And he. After he told me it was a friend, he told me it wasn't. No, uh. in, in slightly, in slightly more colourful <laughs> language. Um, anyway, back to your back to your original question. Um, so then uh, we add, uh, so so bro- so that'll be you know Edinburgh be thirty eight and 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 then we have the Lao restaurant and then and then I kind of get us to forty if if mm. I can't. We have one delivery kitchen uh, that's uh, still that, that still makes sense for us post. Mm post-COVID, and then obviously a, a very small franchise outpost in uh, in Dubai. So, yeah. So, um, and what's the scene like out in Dubai, trading-wise and all that? I mean, are these seeing all the challenges that we've got here, or is it different? I, oh, that's a great, I mean, that is a great question. It's, yeah. um, it's a great place to go and visit. Yeah. But, <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing that springs to mind first. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so different. Mm. Um, I, I actually went out quite recently, uh, I was out there, um, in June, mm-hmm. because I got an opportunity to to get a golden visa uh, to for for um, residency um, to live there. Now, uh, your 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 good friend of mine, uh, Mr. Roland, uh-huh. uh, find it hard to believe that there wasn't some ulterior uh, motive to, to this, <laughs> but but there isn't. It's just um, it, it was a thing that, uh, that a number of people I knew through through a networking organisation yeah. were doing. So I did it, but it. You know, it, it, it is so different. It's such a different lifestyle. I, I just, I suspect the chances of ever using that golden visa are probably one in a 
million. Is, is it an in? It's more like an indoor life, isn't it? Like you, you wouldn't be. <laughs> well, it is. Much, well, it, well, it is in the summer. I remember the very first yeah. time I went. The very first time I went out to 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 do the deal, and and uh, I actually ended up seeing a site which ended up becoming the first roses over there. Right. I I was walking from the hotel to mm-hmm. the restaurant about nine o'clock in the morning for a cup of coffee to meet the guys and as I left the, you know the, the 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 guys in the hotel almost rugby tackled me to to insist that I needed a taxi and I said but it's only five minutes yes, around it's like it's literally to the end of the block and, and down the road and they said no you need a taxi and of course uh good Celtic white skinned northern Irishman I, I thought that's not true uh <laughs> and arrived to meet the landlord of this site and our um new franchise partners uh, looking like I just jumped in a swimming pool. Yeah, trenched. Yeah, it's, it's very hot. Yeah. I mean, it's, look, it's, it's, just um, we were, we, we were just talking about yeah. beforehand that, you know, having not been before, mm-hmm. I, having never been, I, I, it would never have actually appealed mm-hmm. to go yeah, yeah. Um, until I went on business and then, and then it quite appealed as a, as a destination for a, uh, couples holiday and then and then my wife said the kids would love this it's sort of a it's a mix of so many things but it's a bit in your face and um, and, and, and and it's not the uk and the uk is great right so we we were already an international business before that mm-hmm. having opened in cardiff um, <laughs> and it's going all right where was this trading well going all right grand yeah, yeah grand. i mean look we're you know you asked a minute ago about how 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 things are how, how trade is we're, we're really lucky to to be able to say that so far, um, everywhere we've landed is um, has 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 landed pretty well and is yeah, yeah. you know building. So so we we don't have any we don't have any real problem. Yeah. Children, we don't have anything where we're like, what are we going to do with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you're at such a sweet price point as well. You know, it's not too expensive, or you know, so there's like entry level to come in at. It's fast. It's different. You know, it's feels like a treat. It's nothing you wouldn't do it at home, probably. It's quite hard. I was, I was talking to somebody about this uh, earlier in the week and said, you know, there's there are there are foods which you can have something akin to a good experience, a similar experience at home. Yeah, not yeah. not as good. Um, well, so, you know, they, they they're some of the obvious ones. Now, yeah. Really, the the guys who are doing that really well. Of course, it's yeah, it's different. significantly dif- different. But but you know, you can you can actually not many people can cook a Thai at home full stop, never mind yeah, yeah, a good yeah. one. Um, and actually, I used to, I am, or I used to be one of those people, so... Um, Are you cooking at home? Because yeah, the last time we met, I think you were going in for some training stuff. Uh, that... School of... School of work. Oh, no, 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 not uh, not school of work. School of work is... Uh, school of work is somebody else's business. Uh, walk school. Walk, walk school, walk yeah. School. So you were going in to do that, and then there was like lots of lovely photos of you yeah. in the kitchen <laughs> doing your uh, thing. So... Are you taking some of that home or not? Some? Uh, not home, not home. Yeah. So um, the current Mrs. Adair is not happy that none of that <laughs> has. No, none of that. <laughs> She's 20, 21 years. <laughs> 20, 21, 21 years on probation. <laughs> uh, she, yeah, she's not happy about that. No. So, uh, well, funnily enough, funnily enough. So I did the week, and and as I've just said, I I could. I, I could not cook, uh-huh. and and it's an interesting. I I think it's an interesting part of how I ended up doing what I'm doing. That I would wasn't even a foodie, uh-huh. uh, but and certainly couldn't cook. So I could count on one hand the number of meals I had cooked from scratch in my life. 
but so so we so the, and the reason I I went to the walk school I went to, to essentially our tra- training academy yeah, yeah. just after we launched it was to see if they could get me to a level even you even well that, <laughs> yeah. I mean that is exactly yeah, yeah. how I, that is that is exactly how it phrased it and you know, the idea was that we could take we could take anything from a, a, a sponsorship um somebody who came across on a sponsorship visa and get yeah. them up to speed in our in in our dishes yeah. or somebody who wanted to progress through the through the kitchens from whatever position yeah, yeah. and so i thought well it's, it's a pretty good litmus test if they can <laughs> if they can get me to bang it out so i so i did the full week yeah and on day one uh towards the end of day one they did a speed test and uh I, and asked, you know, and I said, what, what's the target we're going for here? And they said, well, you know, our target, because I think this is something we, we this is something that, that people je- just don't realize. Every single dish mm-hmm. in our restaurant mm-hmm. is cooked from scratch. Yep. Right? So, you know, that, that uh, is mind blowing when you think about the volumes and they're going yes. through. And of course, the only way that works is if this metric I'm about to share uh, holds up uh-huh. under pressure, which is, you know, you should be able to take the ticket, uh, get your ingredients, cook it, plate it, clean down the wok, ready to go again in less than 90 seconds. So I did my time test and it was uh, on the end of day one. And they said, we should be able to get you under two minutes by the end of of Friday. And uh, I was at three minutes 14 with uh, more eggshell than egg yolk <laughs> and egg white in the in the pad thai <laughs> uh, and they got and, and saipin so saipin comes in to sign people off on the, on the friday so she came in for lunch every person no, do you know that I, as i said that i thought that doesn't always hold true uh, for some reason the same way that my intention to go to our our weekly staff induction doesn't always hold true because i can't be there but there's a, there's a there's a formal sign off um where you know, and if you don't, and you don't meet the the quality and the standard, mm-hmm. then then you have to stay to to do more training. So yeah, yeah. For, for our chefs, so she came in for lunch, uh, and, and and I cooked a pad thai. It was it was, I mean, it was like actually quite nerve wracking yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. to to go and serve it yeah. to. Um, we haven't even explained for people who don't know who Saipen is. We should probably do that at some yeah, point. But 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 um, you know, so 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 I served it to her, and and I and I and I did it in. I don't, I don't know what it was, the nerves, the adrenaline, whatever. I, and I did it within the, well, actually I did the dish within within the one sort of one minute, 15, one minute, 20, uh, and got her blessing. So I guess something I think about with Rosa is, is the perception of the food coming out so fast. And like, are customers surprised? Do, like, do they believe that it's cooked from scratch? You know, what, what do you get in feedback? What happens? So I, we don't too much get feedback. Mm. But it it is something that I occasionally worry about from a perception point of view. Yeah. Can we are so efficient? The kitchens are just so efficient that customers, good as it is, might not believe yeah. that it's being cooked yeah. cooked from scratch. And we you know we debated the use of that phrase. We did. We did the right back 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 a while and ago. I was so sure that was right. Yeah, and and you know. But, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're cooking the dishes. We're cooking each dish, mm-hmm. and we're cooking it to order. Yeah, and really, where we're trying to get to is how do we deliver what the customer wants? So the customer wants it immediately. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then, then that's absolutely great. But the customer actually would like five minutes, or yeah, ten minutes to sit and have a drink. Then 
can we just can we just hold off on that? And I've got a fantastic team now, so, some of whom you know, but there's still a little bit of a journey to go on that because the what maybe the one downside I can think of of the work ethic and the commitment and the talent of our chefs yeah. is that put a ticket in front of them and they'll bang you out. <laughs> An unbelievably great plate of food, but they will bang it out. Yeah, yeah. So we're working on tech to help with that. We're working with processes to help with that. We're working on what we can do front of house to help with that. But do we want the end, tied behind their back maybe <laughs> still <down> a <laughs> or just put me or just put me on the walks from time to time because that'll slow them down <laughs> good news our, our our ratings have gone up this evening <laughs> because people have had more drink while they're waiting for the food to arrive but it's now the, two in the morning because the CEO's um, in the kitchen yeah 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 but um, it's a, look it's a look it's a great problem great to have problem. it's a really good problem to have and yeah. and fundamentally you know, I say I worry about it sometimes. I don't really worry about it. We, we're we're just fixated on, we're fixated on those external customer metrics. Mm. Trying not to kid ourselves on our internal metrics because we've got all that tech and everything else that yeah. tells us X, Y, and Z. But I don't know. I'm such a cynic. You can game some of that stuff, but Google ratings don't lie, yeah. and uh, and they're in a really good place. Yeah. And our tastings support it and 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 so but that's so interesting you say that google ratings don't lie because so many people still don't you know so many clients that i have or people that i speak to and you're that's competitors writing that bad review and but i think if there's a groundswell of data surely in the round it will be right i think if you've got enough yes yeah, so if yeah. you've got if, if you've got enough reviews yeah then i don't i'm not for one second saying that they can't be gamed to a degree and that no. people don't try to do things or some of that happens. I mean, it's sad that that is probably happening. Yeah. And but from both sides, there might be an over-eager GM doing it as well. So there might be an over, there, no, there might be an over-eager <laughs> GM, but I think certain platforms have more of a reputation for that than others. And yeah. ultimately, if you've got a lot of data, if you ever see somebody who's got a five-star Google rating, you, you, you probably don't believe it. Yeah. But if you see somebody who's got a 4.8... Yeah. And it's 95% or 99% five star, a couple of four stars, and then two one stars yeah. written by somebody with the same name as a competitor <laughs> business down the corner. You, you, you probably, you probably yeah, yeah. things go wrong, don't yeah. they? Things go wrong, and, and that's what some, that's how some people react. But, yeah. you know, but it, it's our, it's our, I was going to say it's our number one metric. It, it probably is our number one long-term metric yeah. on where we're at as a business yeah. and we've got lots of data mm. in that area but in in the case of each of our kpis mm -hmm. i've insisted that we have just one so our finance team or our whatever whatever you want to call that mm. you know our, our fundamentals we we just want one mm -hmm. customer satisfaction just one employee satisfaction just one yeah and certainly marketing, just one property, just one, and and, and so those are the the five things we try to uh, measure against because they'll be the early warning indicators. And if any of them don't look right, we'll dig, 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 dig. But yeah. you know, but what, that, what 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 is the marketing KPI? Is it is it? Well, that's a great, that's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> well, that is a tough yeah. one, and and that's probably the one that we debate the most. How what, many lattes sipped? Whether whether <laughs> that one is whether that one is actually right. It's difficult but, that one. So so. 
because that could be brand love. That could be, you know, and, and given given that's what, where we want to get to, you know, yeah, we want to yeah. be we want to be the best or the most loved Thai restaurant yeah. business in the UK. Brand love would arguably be your KPI. We've settled for now. That's probably the only one I would say we'd settle for now on awareness, because when people know about the brand, yeah. and the and the brand still is somewhat under the radar, even approaching forty sites, but when people know about the brand, certainly when they try the brand, yeah. then it's going then, good. Then, then I'm smart. Then, then you can see. Then I'm, I've got a big smile on my face. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. Well, then it'll tip into love and the yeah. you know and and, and, yeah. and and all that and sentiment and stuff. So let's go back. Back, 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 back. So you had. Uh, so you're saying not foodie, not really in the hospitality game. You know all that kind of stuff. Way way back. What got you in? to that what, what did that look like was it kind of uni and then straight into hospitality jobs or? absolutely not no. uh-huh. so like almost everything in my life career if i can call it career a mixture of luck and judgment it's a long story we've got you time. can you can, if we've got time you can edit <laughs> i by the minute <laughs> I, yeah. uh, if only i did if only, if only i did so so i as, as you know, I trained as a chartered accountant. Mm-hmm. I still find it hard to say that. It's a great, pro- it's a great profession. Yeah. It's a great grinding, but I should never have been allowed. Uh, I should never be allowed. <laughs> I should never. <laughs> I'm the exception that proves the rule. So I trained as a chartered accountant. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, I actually studied as an accountant, but that was only because I went slightly off the rails towards the end of my, towards the end of my A levels, uh, and couldn't uh, couldn't pursue what I wanted to pursue. Again, yeah, luck. In the end, so trained as an accountant, qualified as an accountant, moved to New York for a very glamorous job in my mid twenties, living in New York as a ultimately as an accountant, but in corporate finance across the states. Then got an international job with the same business with Grant Thornton, great business, great, great, a really, really great, um, sound platform. Yeah, and and nearly stayed. So I was offered a job, an international job, and then, uh, and then actually, sadly, nine eleven happened. Where we lived in, we lived in New York, and I was about to move to the Far East mm-hmm. to help them set up a corporate finance practice. So we mm-hmm. thought my now wife was living with me in New York, and we thought we can't, we can't go to the other side of the world with all the uncertainty. So we came back to London, and I was, I had an itch that I wasn't in the right space. Yeah. So I went to with their support with Grant Thornton's support went and studied an executive MBA mm-hmm. and three months into it pulled the cord repaid them the sponsorship because I'd realized that I was doing it because I didn't want yeah. to be doing what I was doing I didn't want to be an advisor yeah, yeah. didn't want to advise people I wanted to actually be the doer yeah, yeah. the guy that I'd been critiquing I wanted to be that guy yeah, yeah. and ironically I ended up as an independent advisor to other people on my executive MBA program, oh, for in in a, in a couple of different capacities, yeah. the last of which was that uh, somebody I'd met through a pro bono piece of work we did, I did, and I met the finance director of Channel Four mm-hmm. and had a great spell working with them. Horsfree Road, at Horsfree Road, yeah, at Horsfree Road. What a business! I mean, I, talk about working for a business where. Everybody knows who you work for, and everybody likes the business. Well, it certainly did back then. Yeah, yeah. Every- there's only a handful of those, hmm? right? There's Guardian back in the day. There's 
Channel 4, I guess, Innocent at some point. There's only a handful of those. Channel 4 is so loved. I mean, it wasn't very hard to work out if somebody asked you in a social setting or in a work setting, a networking setting, that if they asked you what you did, you should lead with I work for Channel 4, not that I'm an accountant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, no, it was, it, was, it was fantastic. But I, I, so I did a number of, of really, really interesting finance roles with them and got a tap on the shoulder to, to go and take a job at the then Gondola Group. Mm-hmm. as finance director and I mean that was just total luck so I had no experience no real experience in retail a, li- a little stint yeah yeah I didn't I mean I literally I didn't know what LFL stood for I had to, I had to ask on my first day you're a great boy but... I, I mean I, re- <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I mean how I got that job I, I don't know yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, who, who hired you well ultimately Harvey did. Uh-huh. Ultimately, Harvey did. Um, he said to me, and it was all back to front. You know, I, the, I met Nick Carter first, because somebody was on holiday, and it was it was definitely a cultural thing. It was a fit thing. It was a change thing. They needed somebody who was going to, who was a little bit finance plus, probably. Yeah. I'd never really described it as that. Yeah. And I met Harvey at the end of the whole thing as as the blessing, I think. And he said. I'd had psychometrics done, and he said, so why do you want a job? Why, why do you want this job? And why do you want to be a finance director? And I said, I don't really. <laughs> yeah. And he said, what do you mean? I said, well, I'd like to be a general manager, really. I'd like, I think that's what I should yeah. be doing. And he said, well, that's interesting because that's what your psychometric profile says. It says you should be a general manager. And he paused, and then he said, but I'm not looking to hire a general manager. Do you want to be my finance director or not? <laughs> <laughs> for a bit. For, for a bit, for a bit. So that's what I did for a bit. And and thank goodness. Like, thank goodness I got tapped on the shoulder. Thank goodness whatever happened to that process. Thank goodness uh, he took that. Thank goodness my psychometric profile said what it did. <laughs> because I, you know, people do say it. And, but I, and I believe everyone, I just fell in love with it pretty much instantly. Yeah. Yeah. What were the brands then? So, so I was, so I, so I was to be absolutely, no, let's be absolutely clear. So I, I was finance director of Ask Italian. Yeah. So, the, so the, the, the portfolio was Pizza Express, ZZ, Ask, and Byron, and its growth fits. Can we also just clear up that mm-hmm. it's not ASK as Ask? Oh my God! I mean, because it tries to be it's Ask, isn't it? Is it? Uh, it's ask. Yeah. So far as well, so far as I'm concerned, I mean, Adam, Adam, uh, Adam, and Sam obviously were yeah, were yeah. long were long gone. But I met Adam. Uh, Adam was on the um, on the Oaxaca board, and uh-huh. which we'll get to. So I've never actually asked. I've never actually. Yeah. Uh, no pun intended. Yeah, no, yeah. Boom. I've never. Asked. It's, it's like seeing toilet roll hung the wrong way. You know, it just it just drives me crazy. It's, it's ask. Stop calling. You say tomato. Yeah, I just <laughs> you see how much. <laughs> yeah, so you know that that and that and and then you know so that was that's hospitality. Um, you know, I'm in. I'm in, I'm in, straight away I'm in, and and then you know another series of fortuitous encounters. One into Oaxaca, and then one another four years later into into Roses and here we are. And what happened with Oaxaca then because I've just got so much time, I've very, very briefly met Tommy, I've, I've never had the proper pleasure, she's done a great video for us for, for Us Platy Rising, yeah. spent a bit more time with Mark, yeah. um, just, just instantly likeable, right? Yeah, they're both of them, yeah. different, quite, yeah. really, really different people but both, that's, a, that's their Real both. heart, you know. Oh, they're, they're full on in different ways, yeah, mm. yeah. And what was the introduction to that then? Were you just kind of starting to look around? Yeah, so Gondola was, 
certainly as I remember it, mm. <laughs> you mentioned know, everything in life is as you remember it. Yep. So Gondola was in the early stages of breaking up and I'd been saying for a while, Harvey, like, you don't really need me or, because actually I missed a step, the managing director, so there was managing director of Ask when I joined, but having agreed to join, um, she had then left before I joined. So, so I worked, um, so Harvey sort of, Managed the business yeah. part time, so I worked out with him. It's fantastic, right? Don't know anything about hospitality. You work with someone who's legendary, legendary, mm-hmm. and um, so we had a good relationship. And I said, you have quite early, early on, do you remember this? All these conversations. You don't need me. Don't need me. And eventually, he said, yeah, that's probably right. Now you know we're we're past that point. But and so we looked at various things internally to do. None of them were terribly exciting. And then and then he and others, uh, Tom Bing, uh, yes. Byron Tom Bing, Flat Iron Tom Bing. Mm-hmm amongst others, was just introducing me to people casually. And Mark was, Mark was one of them. Yeah. And I had a cup of coffee with him. <laughs> and he had, he had two ideas. Uh-huh. Uh, one was probably just a glint in his eye. One was a, a little bit formed. Mm-hmm. And he, he thought, he felt he didn't have the, the capacity to, to get him off the ground without taking focus away from Oaxaca. Mm-hmm. Uh, more relevantly, probably, in my opinion, he had just had twins and they were sort of a matter of weeks, months at most old. Mm. Uh, he was exhausted, so his judgment was clouded. And he also he also uh, could see that I, because I have twins, yeah. I, I have twins, and they were, geez, no, six, probably six, something like that. So you could see, he could see, I, I reckon he hired me because he thought, this guy's going to be around every day. You can ask as a, as stuff. A, no, no. <laughs> as a as a visual reminder that he would get through it. Oh, I, right. <laughs> I'll get one year I'll, I'll get to the other side. I'll get. I'll get to the other side. Uh, whatever it was, and whatever it was, yeah, yeah. he he took a punt. I took a, a big punt. You know, I I took a big punt because I I you know we just went basically to help um, develop and launch the first business and 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 then help create and yeah. launch the second business without really knowing what I was doing and a, and a big salary cut and everything else. But I, but I just felt like I've, I've got to, you know, I've got to, I've got to give this a go. Yeah. I've, I've got to give this a go. And I mean, what a business, what opportunities, what a team, a b- broader team. It was my, my closest industry pals, yeah. my all, pretty much all Oaxaca alum. Yeah. Um, and what were the two businesses in? So one uh, one was a business called Burrito Mama, uh-huh. which is is technically as I saw Mark yesterday, uh, um, which is now closed. It's in uh, the site was in the um, in St Paul's in uh-huh. one new change in one new change. Yeah. Innovative, um, not having the, the la- not having a traditional burrito line, having a double line setback technology. So we we were the first people to have. Order. I mean, we beat Starbucks with a, a, a pay an order and pay app. We had kiosks where you could order, so you had a mix of kiosks on the on the counter and and regular tills, mm-hmm. and then the tickets came off, and so you could get much more throughput through as you made them, and then deliver it to, to people. You know, to a minute, you could mm-hmm. when they came and got it. It did fantastic money and tried to figure it out, figure out the model with peak shifts and things. Great brand. I said to him, mm-hmm. I said to Mark yesterday. You should you should still be doing something. Like, you should still be doing something like that yeah. brand. But the other one, and um, so you get you fall in love with your brands, don't you? As sure. well, the brands that you work with. Yeah. Um, 
So, <laughs> so and, and your kids fall in love with them. Yeah. As nice. They still say that Ask is their favorite. No, they say what ASP. they say. No, they say they say Wahaka is their favorite business, and and then Ask, then Roses, which is a bit of a which is a bit of a yeah, <laughs> bit you, of a body blow. Body, yeah, it's a bit of a body blow. No, and the other the other business, another great business, which is which is still growing, and I, again, I think it's got huge potential. Is a business which was then called DF Mexico, and now DF Tacos. Yeah. So it's a taco focused business somewhere between uh, the burrito business and and Oaxaca yeah. a bit like a Mexican Nando's not that actually not that it was ever described or yeah. thought of that way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, are you feeling there's going to be a wee Mexican resurgence just think there's some interesting things kind of over in America it's great it's, it's a lot of kind of mashups and stuff you know yeah it's such good food I mean it is really really good food hard to premiumize but if it plays it you know when we we did a lot of food trips, yeah, you yeah. you can premiumize, oh, you yeah, can premiumize, yeah. and you can fast casual premiumize. I mean, you, you yeah. it is a it is. A, it's, I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure. I, I was about to say it. It's my favorite food. I'm not sure I can say that Thai, after Thai. It's my favorite. Food. <laughs> I think it's okay. Well, we'll get into your favorites later. Hi. Here's a quick message for all hospitality operators who want to reward, recognise and retain their brilliant teams. I want to introduce you to my new friends at Grateful. Grateful is a revolutionary cashless tipping and trunk platform disrupting tipping all across hospitality. Grateful's mission is to help create a more grateful world for hospitality teams by building the best tipping platform out there that is truly built around your business as Grateful understands just how unique your business and team are. So, if you're a restaurant, hotel, bar or cafe, and no matter if you're a national chain or just a single site, Grateful simplifies Trunk for you by using their tech know-how to provide 100% transparency for your teams. Grateful streamlines your operational overheads through API integrations into your EPOS, Rota, Payroll and more that takes the headache of handling tipping away for you and your teams. Grateful are a fast-growing, ambitious team that are fanatical about customer service and are always striving to do the right thing for you. With the new legislation just around the corner, it would be worth chatting to Mason and the team at Grateful to see how you can modernise your tipping for a happier team and a happier business. To find out more, please visit Grateful.com. That's G-R-T-F-L com that's grtfl.com now a creative agency for the hospitality sector saved by robots create compelling brands and memorable experiences through great design and engaging storytelling from scottish restaurant of the year sugar boat to tip jar the digital tipping platform that's taken over the world Saved by Robots excel at bringing ideas to life. As well as developing new concepts and refreshing existing brands, the robots provide outsourced graphic design to help multi-site operators grow with confidence. Check out their work and get in touch at savedbyrobots.com. So then, you know, a great time in that business, and I think, just as a personal, as a friend, we've been friends for a while, it was great to see you doing something that f- almost fitted all the things you were capable of right because in that finance world it's only you know 
one one hundredth of the things because there's not a lot of jobs out there that actually fit the way you work in a lot of ways. How do I work? How do, how do I work? Well, I, I think... Because I've been trying to work that out for... <laughs> I'm, well, never, never mind anybody else. I'm, well, I, I, think, I think you're a bit of a polymath in that sense. So I think you've got, you know, finance in your locker, but also you really understand market and really understand tech, really understand, um, you know, the, the teams and how to get the best out of the teams. And so going into that, I just thought, actually, you're going to form your own job description here mm. a bit. You know, and then what was great was Mark and Tommy were going to support you to do that, and and you know, and and others, you know. So people yeah. like people like uh, Joe Flate, you know, yeah. work, working. And and it's funny. I was thinking, I was thinking, r- r- people relationships. Yeah. If 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 you ask me one thing, one thing I'm good at, I probably yeah, yeah. I would say relationships. Yeah. And actually, sometimes some of my best relationships haven't been fabulous relationships at the beginning. You know, and, and Joe is right up there in terms of an operator, isn't she? She's she's Champions League, Champions League, yeah. Champ, Champions League. Yeah. So, and and here's a guy who's um, conference coming in and saying, you know, could you help me figure out how to yeah, yeah. try to do this, uh, do these things, and. The, the, and Mohaka had a culture which ultimately, ultimately was super supportive. And that was the biggest learning that, that you know, it's one thing. I'm not a, I'm not a textbook guy. You, you, you teasing yeah. me about being uh, smart. I, I don't think I'm that smart. I, I did when I was I did when I was young. Mm. I mean, it was arrogant when I was young. I thought I did think I was the smartest person in the room often. Yeah. And and actually learning that a that is not true. Yeah. Uh, and if it is true, you're in a world of hurt. They're all room. You're, you're, you're well. You yeah. need to get in some more rooms. Yeah, you yeah. need to get in some more rooms. And b you know actually, if you're smart, it's almost irrelevant. It's it. You need to be. You need common sense and you need exposure yeah. to people and what makes people tick because. Just working with somebody smart yeah. isn't going to excite many many people. So it was it was unbelievable formative years. Great a great gamble, and I think a great gamble both, both you know, for both for for for, for both yeah. part, for both yeah. parties. Yeah. yeah, and coming out of Oaxaca in terms of you know the way it marketed itself and the way the business was, and obviously the other brands you were working mm. with. What were the big things you took away to then take you into a CEO position? <laughs> That is a good question. So, after a couple of years, it was, it was a bit of context needed. After a couple of years of of starting building those businesses, and we'd opened, I think we got to three sites across the two brands. I'd missed two years of summer holidays with my family. I was an old man already. You know, I was in my early forties, forty ish, and kids are saying kids are old enough to notice. I think they were eight. The girls were eight, and my son was ten. They're saying, "Why is that not coming on holiday again?" Yeah. This isn't going to work, right? I can't. I can't actually commit to rolling this out for five years plus. And so I end, so you know, had that conversation with Mark. Great. You know, I mean, it was almost great. Why don't you become commercial and strategy director and take responsibility across the group for all these other non-operational and non-finance uh, mm-hmm. things, which is what I did. So that was another fantastic opportunity because that then meant property, which is such. Uh, it's such a difficult part of the business and of growth, but I'm taking on responsibility for property. Initially, initially working alongside Mark, and it meant taking on marketing, which is the first sort of marketing responsibility. It meant taking on biz dev and all those interesting things. It meant taking on food. It meant taking on risk 
which was interesting when we had our little uh, or not so little incident. So, oh, I think I think it was the combination of the, probably the finance background, the in hospitality, the really hands on, ninety hours a week, prepared to unblock the toilets with your own hands, kind of seeing what makes people tick. And then the ability to slightly stand back and look at the commercial piece, the strategy piece, how the food and property piece play in, where the growth comes from, and how you do all of that yeah. with so many great ideas flying around. And, and how do you turn all of that into some sort of focus, some sort of direction, and some sort of harmony? Not complete harmony, because... Yeah. You know, you enough, enough good friction yeah. and and it was it was look I, I i i was never looking to leave and but fate serendipity whatever you believe in led to a led to a meeting and, and then you got a call of no no this no, job's going or, no 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 i no no our board at the time the, the oaxaca board mm. i turned down a site opportunity and as part of a just general update on where we were, things told them that we'd turned that down and they were challenging that and saying, is that not a great site? And then, do you not know the, the guys from Roses? Because they're a few doors down. Yeah. And I said, I, no, I don't know them. I yeah. don't know them, but I'll get in touch with them. I mean, I was still convinced this site was wrong, the economics were wrong, yeah. but I'll have a chat and make sure I don't end up, I don't end up with egg on my face. Yeah. Uh, so I got in touch. Which was in itself was a bit of a, a bit of an escapade because Roses was very sort of protective of of Alex uh, as founder Alex and Side yep. as founders. When I did finally persuade the gatekeeper <laughs> to, get to allow me to speak to him, uh, I I met him for a, I met Alex for a quick lunch, forty five minutes outside the Gandon Street, the Carnaby Restaurant. Oh. Had a pad Thai. Pad Thai and a Chang, 45 minute chat. Yep. And I left and thought, what a business, what a brand, what food, yeah, what yeah. potential. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember a couple of weeks later, I was sailing, it was around Easter time, I was sailing. I was very middle class. Oh, yeah. Very middle class thing. Where you know, I was, uh, I, was <laughs> I was popping across. What the boys I in was, Belfast? Exactly. I was just popping across uh, to Scotland on the yacht. And, <laughs> and I was, dearie, mate. Can, can you edit that bit? I, I, I distinctly remember talking to my wife uh, over the Easter holidays. I was playing We Are Sailing by Rod Stewart. Yeah. I distinctly remember talking to my wife and saying, you know, I, I met this guy, Richard. I met this guy recently. Great business. I'm going to stay in touch with him because I had a moment of immodesty. I'm a, I'm a, a, I'm a humble, simple guy, and I had a moment of immodesty and and thought and said and thought and then said, I they're going to need somebody to help them Ooh. achieve their potential, mm-hmm. and I reckon I you know I'm re- I reckon I'm the guy for that. So I'm going to keep keep close, keep close, uh, and keep my ear close to the ground yeah. and obviously Alex had the same thought because about two weeks later I got a phone call from him Great. to say you know we're thinking of we're thinking of going on our next stage so were you the first outsider CEO I was the first 
Yes, yes, yes. I was the first outs. I wasn't the first outsider. No. I mean, obviously, people had come in in various operational roles, but they'd found it very difficult. They'd, mm. they'd found it very difficult, and 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 I found it very difficult. Actually, if I'm totally candid, I found it very difficult joining the business because it was it had such a, a such a strong culture, yeah. and it was at and it was still at that sort of size. Eight sites or. Uh, Eight sites when we were chatting, I think the tenth site opened the first week I joined, and it was, it was, yeah. I was, you know, there's so many things which were really great about it, but it also made it quite hard to, to get any freedom to or join. Or, yeah. No, 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 not that no. really. No, no, they, they, the guys were, were, were really pretty, pretty good with that, but Thai culture is very complicated. I mean, it's fascinating and it's fantastic. It's all the F's. Fascinating. Fantastic. What, what, but, but, what are the main differences? If, if you had to explain it to someone. Oh my goodness. What are the main differences? So I'd, so I'd been to Thailand in my pre, in finance days, mm-hmm. way, way, way back a couple of times and run conferences or financial service and things, but never really got under the skin of it. So I didn't know the culture. Yeah. And Alex did a good job. He gave me books on Thai history, books on, on Thai culture, books on working with Thai people. But until you engage, it, it, it's quite difficult. I mean, the, on a practical level, the language. Mm. I, don't know, I just mentioned culture, 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 but let's start with super, super practical complications. Mm-hmm. The language. So I couldn't, and I still barely can speak Thai. It's a Sounds like an excuse. It's quite a diff- it probably is an excuse. It's a difficult language. It's, yeah, it's a difficult it's language. Far removed from our mother tongue. So sure. I had translators uh-huh. to talk to a lot of the team uh, when I was trying to engage and get to know people, and uh, and went and still and still on occasion when I would go out and see teams for roadshows or certain things, I'd make sure that we had translators and that we were translating on specific things and uh, backwards and forwards. So so that was. That was really quite a, quite because you know, and obviously, what is it they say about communication? How much of it is body language and intent and all those things? Well, that's I totally buy into that. Yeah, but if but if, if you if you actually have as well. yeah, and you yeah. also you know, and who's what? Well, let's that leads into another a, another aspect of Thai culture. Yeah. So it's it's a hugely respectful culture and society to the point where there are aspects of it which make it actually quite hard to run restaurants so one as i describe it and i always pronounce it incorrectly uh genjai grenjai sometimes sometimes when people say it, they have an r and sometimes they don't okay. but but it essentially boils down to not wanting to put other people in a difficult position or not wanting to offend or upset people uh-huh. so not only is there a hierarchy where age is hugely respected yeah. but you also have a, have a, uh, a cultural phenomenon where you, where you need to be super careful not to put anybody in an awkward position, shame them, or make them feel difficult, or make them feel bad. So we'd find so that would actually mean that somebody would tell you something that wasn't true to avoid the uncomfortable uh, the uncomfortableness. So they wouldn't so or, or they wouldn't tell you something that was had gone wrong, or they wouldn't tell you that. And, and, to some extent, this is obviously still, I mean, we're still a very Thai business. Yeah. We're, we're much more multicultural now, but it's, mm. at its heart, it's still absolutely a Thai business. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's still a watch out that, that yeah, and I, I just couldn't get my head around this. Because I was like, 
That's Celts. Direct. So that is a spade. <laughs> <laughs> There's no debate. It's a spade. Start digging. <laughs> so, so that was an incredibly hard thing to get your head around. But it did mean it also meant that you end up second guessing what is being said. So I here is my message to you guys. This is me. This is what I care about. Just completely missed the mic. Uh, this is me. This is what I care about. I get very passionate, and and then and then stop. Yeah. And wait for your translator to translate, but not knowing whether they're actually okay with passing on the message yeah. that you're passing on, or when you're asked a question or you get a response, whether they're prepared to actually tell you <laughs> what, was, oh, yeah. what was being said. I mean, it, uh, Christ, super interesting, yeah. super interesting, super challenging. So I, I don't know. That's scratching. That is literally mm. scratching the surface of. A, a, a fabulous culture. It, one other practical example where that comes to light, the two things, the, the respect for seniority or age, but it's really more, the age would trump the seniority actually. So, so I've got one funny example, one serious example. Um, serious example would be uh, a chef would not do something, say, say would, or, or, or would do, would do something they shouldn't do. Potentially, quite problematic or not do something that they were required to do mm-hmm. and the head chef or the or the manager of the restaurant yeah. would be unable to tell them oh. what they needed to do and what had gone wrong for fear of Grenjai or Genjai oh, of yeah. causing of of causing loss of face I was and I used to say to people guys um I'm a pretend operator yeah. I've, I've done a bit I've done a you know, in your whole list of things there's a little bit of ops. Yeah. I'm a pretend operator, but I've done enough to understand that these sorts of things, it's not really going to work in a restaurant environment. Yeah. We, ca- we kind of need to be able to tell people this is this is what this is what you got to do, and this is this is yeah. how this is how we can make the better, um, make the 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 site or the business better, which is where I'm coming from. The funny example was so uh, that the to to give somebody a why. Uh, I, so I, I saw that that was a, a serious sign of respect, and and but hadn't yet understood so hands clasping, hands clasping. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that doesn't that doesn't work. Not, doesn't on, work the, not on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work. Uh, that and we had a I think it was a supplier or a friend of Saipin's visiting uh, visiting Seven Dials, the, the site yeah. the, uh, the site that opened the week I joined, and she had her son with her, uh-huh. and as the son went to leave. I gave him a why. Now, it blew his mind. It blew, it blew his mind as a Thai child because under no circumstances should this middle-aged man be, be, oh, be, give, no. be giving you a why. So trying to even get that explained and then, you know, who has, who is P, who is senior, who is, yeah, yeah, who is junior. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I love it. I mean, you get you can see me light up a little yeah. bit talk, talking about it. Yeah. It's, But it did have its, so it's got, and it's got all those benefits then. You know, it's the new, it's the challenge of understanding it, it's yeah, the yeah. depth of those values and fabulous, really, really good and, and definitely outweighs the the negatives, yes, the, yes. the challenges, but but there were challenges, yeah, yeah. there were real challenges. And then what about Rose's story then? So mm. we should cover that. So we probably should have started, we probably should have started with that, shouldn't we? We could probably we, start maybe. We <laughs> so starts off uh, as a cafe. It started in saw. It started even before that. So it started even before that. So, so her story is from Thailand, family farm, 
I'm actually I'm going there. We're, we are going together week after next, actually. But yeah. we'll come back to that, or if you like. We uh, so it started on her family farm, helping look after the family farm. Thirteen years old, fourteen years old, starting a noodle business. Hong Kong is an nanny. People can see this on the website. Some people know it. Some people don't. She met Alex, and in Hong Kong, she was running a restaurant in Hong Kong, a, sm- a very small restaurant. They came back to the UK. Alex is from the UK. Came back to the UK, and she started doing food from home, and then took a stall. I guess it was a stall in in Spitalfields mm-hmm. Market, and uh, obviously built a really good reputation. Yeah. Just down the road from that, on Hanbury Street, they took over what is still still um, Rose's Ta- Rose's Thai Cafe. Yeah. It, w- it was Rose's Cafe. Yeah. But the original Rose's Thai Cafe and. Legend has it didn't have enough money for the for the signage, mm-hmm. so so they kept the name. Yeah, I mean it can't be strictly true, right? Because somehow they managed to get Thai in there. But Rose, <laughs> Rose's calf, like a proper greasy yeah, spoon yeah, calf, yeah. became Rose's Thai cafe. But it did set the tone for the brand, which which we've kept to this day. So busy, buzzy, independent feel, calf yeah. feel, family sort of family. You imagine that when you see the member of staff that they're a member of the family running the running the business and for a long and for a long time it obviously was and to, and actually still is there's still members of yeah. the members of the family in the business but but it yeah it was um 15 years ago 2008 was that first site well I, I think it's quite amazing that it is as big as it is now and getting bigger but i think people still don't know that in a nice way i yep. think you know yep. it, it very much just feels like you're local place that you go that's really good and yep. there might be a couple more but nothing more than that so you know i think that's been a amazing sort of your feet to pull off really to keep that indie feel as it's getting bigger yeah compared to other sort of tie brands i mean the tie race is on right isn't <laughs> it? it is it is two two front runners really it is and um you know there are some other very good Thai operators. Yep. We're just a little bit better. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... I, I, no, no, no. It, to, to be slightly less facetious, obviously the first part of that was not facetious. There, there, there are some other great operators mm. and the market still has huge potential. Yes. But, but nobody's owning it mm. and that's... that's in very, well, in very simple terms, that's what we're setting out to do but we're, but we're trying to do it by... Just getting the Dave the Dave Brailsford uh, effect. Just get a little bit better yep. every every day. Yeah, and not the enhancing things. <laughs> when you're cycling, nothing like that. Um, so allegedly. <laughs> so I, I wonder where you were going with that. Yeah, we're trying. You know, we're definitely yes. Maybe a, a different analogy next time. <laughs> Add some spice. So in terms of uh, the serious growth phase mm. at what point did investment come in and all that was it kind of self-funded in the early days like how did all that happen then? well they the guys had uh, the guys had raised friends and family money yeah and then and part of the conversation i had originally with alex was that they that they wanted to take on some investment and as as a vehicle to to grow the business mm. so almost as soon as i joined i mean it, it was pretty explicit that that I was that I was going to join, and up, get up to speed, and then front yeah. a sale. So I, I guess, but I 
I guess I could have been a I, I could have been collateral damage depending on on yeah. who, who that investor had been. So it was again, it was a you know I was backing myself mm-hmm. to 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 deliver and to be wanted. Yes. <laughs> Everyone wants to be wanted. So so we did that. So we went into the process you know, within three or six months, mm-hmm. and that ended with Trispan mm-hmm. investing in the business, taking the majority investor from July. So I joined July 17. That was June 18. Mm-hmm. And then they became our majority investor. Jeez. And then in terms of choosing the right partner, I mean, yep. what was it about Trispan that was the right investment for the business? They had the biggest checkbook. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forget again. The latest I, I forget again. People can't see. <laughs> people can't see on podcast. They were so. They were good guys mm-hmm. to deal with. They were good. They were a good um, balance. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, they were they were a good balance. And uh, Robin was involved in that deal uh, as an operating partner. And obviously, I, I actually that was a bit of a sweet spot so i knew robin but not very well mm-hmm. so i knew him well enough to know what a big help that would be yeah. but also that it wouldn't be difficult because we had an existing relationship yeah so yeah. so that was an attractive part but look the, the, to be brutally honest that question isn't really even for me that question is more for mm-hmm. alex inside pen yeah, yeah. because and tom the cfo at the time because what's, what's my was my Your view input and my input was would yeah. was was valued. Um, <laughs> I think I think if they decided they wanted to go with somebody else and yeah. and I uh, and I and I wasn't on board, what, what difference would it have yeah. been? Yeah, you'd be back sailing again. <laughs> so, and that's going to be difficult to edit out twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, in terms of the the rate of growth, then, so yep. what is the plans for like the next year? How how many are you thinking and stuff like that? You got that in your sights? So we don't. Most people I hear answer that question. There's some say, crazy numbers getting quoted at the moment. People are going to be saying, "Well, there are, but a hundred sites." Well. Yeah, there are. But I've never heard anybody say that there isn't scope for more than a hundred sites for their mm, brand. Mm, yeah, and there's scope for more than a hundred of ours. <laughs> just to be clear, with the, Trispan did a piece of work to support the investment, which which showed that even as a, uh, as, a as a sort of first phase. But the trick in it is the the trick is the delivery of through the growth phase, right? Whether whether you whether you're still relevant, whether, yeah. whether you can do that, but. COVID put a, you know, the business plan, the business plan that they put together didn't have COVID in it, like like many others. And we were super lucky to be able to keep growing through COVID. So we'd grown to 20 sites. So we just opened in Manchester. The first site outside of London was a deal that I did when I joined up in Liverpool. And then we'd opened in Manchester. February, late February, 2020, February, 2020. We hadn't even turned on the delivery side of the business when the world was sort of stopping and and we had a number of deals signed then and we were we we, we hit that point at which you know what what do we do yeah what do we do and we decided actually unlike many other people to push on yeah and we pushed on and it's a gamble it, but a lot of people felt it would come. Yeah, we had it. We had, again, we had you know? yeah, and we we had the help. You know, we we 
closed some sites, but we kept more than half the estate open for delivery. Yeah. And we were in that fortunate position where the product was ideal. Market was up for grabs. Yeah, and, yeah. and and I think that, you know, that actually, something about it feels uncomfortable to say it, but it in some ways there were so many awful things for us, yeah. never mind everybody else, but actually there were also some good things. You know, yeah. the, way, the, the, the way we looked after the team, we, the the fact is we stayed open in those sites because mm -hmm. at the end of the day we were pretty much split as a board on whether to do it or not right. it was flipped to me as your call and i thought i can't make that call without asking all of our employees and we yeah. so we literally text messaged all the employees who said 90 90 x percent said we'd like to we'd like to stay open so like literally well done team yeah, yeah. said open and then and then that funded the cash flow funded number of other sites and kept us you know so now so we actually opened quite a lot of sites through COVID and now we're in a position where we've got a pipeline so we're the numbers we talked about earlier and a pipeline strong pipeline committed going forward but the, the the question remains as I said a minute ago how many can you do yeah. properly yeah I mean there's been so many sites available and we have had those conversations yeah we have had those conversations where where people have looked at me and said, well, "We could do more, right?" Or what? You know, what about there? What about there? Could we not pick up some sites from such and such a situation? Yeah, yeah. And say, guys, I could give you as many sites as you as you want, but there's a reason some of those sites are available, yeah. and and I'm a shareholder too. <sighs> However much work you do, then you get a bit of gut, and yeah. eventually, you, you can't, you can't. Strike out. No, that's the that's the wrong way around, isn't it? I was going to say you can't strike out every time. If you strike out, it's no good. Anyway, but yeah, you'd be let's, use, let's not do baseball. <laughs> let's, let's not do baseball analogies. It's, you know, something. It's a hard. It's a hard. It's just another hard element yeah. of yeah. running or growing a, a restaurant business. But then, but if it, but then if it's not hard, anybody could be doing it, and you wouldn't probably be enjoying it. Yeah, that'd be difficult. What, what was the opening that I went to? Just before I was going off and Jay was coming, was that Ealing? No, 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 Ealing's. What was it? Uh, That's a good no, question. Give me, that? give me was a date. It? Oh, so, uh, ooh, uh, so <laughs> and then and then I'll really struggle. Is, is, is it next to Elastic Wallace? Uh, it's it, like it's it's just a a little strip of uh, shops and God, what was it now? It was a fabulous opening. God, I can't remember where it was. That's terrible. That is terrible. Anyway, um, but that, that I think that was the start of the the brand becoming looking like itself, you know, for the future. But I think about your brand codes a lot, and mm. I talk about it when I'm speaking and stuff. Mm. So A, the red is striking. Mm. Mm. B, those cubes, those cube lights, mm. I think are just iconic. Mm. They look fantastic. You know, it's really sort of standing out. So... I think there's that kind of confidence to go forward. You know, I think it's going to be really good. Um, well, well, you know, the, 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 there is, and I, and I think, but one of the things we did, funnily enough, I was in, I said I was in Glasgow last night. <laughs> we've got those uh, cubes above the bar, and we've also put them larger versions in the window. Uh -huh. And they're illuminated, and they look, and they look great. Not so great when the awnings are down and covering them, so you can't see them from the outside. Yep. And then, and then it reads back to front, inside. So <laughs> the smallest details, the yeah, smallest yeah, details yeah. blow your mind. No, 
I, I would even go back and, you know, and you did a great piece of work for us, but I, I would go back one stage further. So, you know, we haven't, we haven't talked about the, the impact of Alex and I've been set all these foundations. I came in with a mandate to, to take it on. Yeah. But the only way that was going to happen was with, was bringing in a, a, a team to make it happen. And talked about how challenging it, it could be practically and culturally with, yeah. with the, the way the business was built. So, you know, the, the first person I hired, uh, you, you, you know, all these people was, yeah. uh, was Gillian and, and, um, you know, deliberately hiring a people director yeah. first. Uh, in terms of, of where we needed to go. And, we, and you know, I, I don't think it's doing a disservice to any of the members of the team at the time, many of whom are still in the business in very important roles to say, you know, everybody recognized we needed to, to upskill in, in, in certain areas. We, need, we, we needed talent to be able to deliver this. And, you know, bringing, bringing a people director in first, bringing in Gillian first was, it was, I guess it was almost a statement of intent. And, yeah. and, and you know, we're, we're going to start with, making the most of these fantastic cultural positives that we have and making us fit for a purpose yeah. for the future. Yeah. And so we started with a piece of work to revisit all of the values and, and, and all of those aspects mm -hmm. and came up with, I think, pretty unique. It's a dangerous word, but very, quite, quite different values yeah. to, to those that you see listed most, yeah. most places. And, and only from then did we go into some of the brand work Yes. 12, 12 months later after, after it had, uh, after it had landed yeah. and, you know, by which point we're building out the team, Sarah on board to sort of hold the reins commercially and Tom on board to drive through actually how this is landing in all the restaurants. And so, yeah, you, you, then, then yourself and Jay as the sort of, uh, actually miss out Steve cause I was doing all the property work. Yeah. I was trying to do this and Steve getting Steve on board, you know, then I'm like, actually, I'm not sure what I do now because I'm thinking now he's now, now he's on board, and then and then and then Jay, Jay, Jay is the final piece yeah. of the jigsaw. Uh, then you know it 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 allows us then to do that piece of work and try and make sure that it's all living and breathing. So the you know, the codes and the values and they all come together, and it was the design. But I I, did, I didn't think any of that was ever you know it's much better articulated now mm. and much better represented in our collateral and and in, in other things but I, I didn't ever think any of it was broken but the it was the re some of the restaurant design just wasn't it was just the, wasn't yeah, the cohesiveness yeah, of it all. i mean i think that you know the roses way that you're you're talking about um you know i, I think it's every bit as powerful as, as seva that, that the shum have got you know um it really is because obviously i see a lot of clients yeah. value yeah. systems and all that yeah and nine times out of ten they're pretty rotten you know and it, you know it would if it was brew dogs you know it would spell pint as an acronym because that's what the hr team did and you know it would be a gag you know and there'd be no substance yeah um but no i think you summed up really well and then that's when the way the brand was articulated in the newer brand dna it was all from that mm. you know it was just yeah it, it was so clear but no the, the, the team are fantastic and i think actually what you've got as your team, it really is a school of excellence. And I think if we fast forward 10 years, that it's all the future CEOs of hospitality that you've got on your team right now. I mean, they're 
exemplary. They'll be pleased to hear that. Exemplary. And, and that's what they should be aiming to do. It might put a little bit of pressure on if our investors listen to this. <laughs> <Don't change. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll all, we'll all be rich by then. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I I just was so impressed with every single one. I love spending time on. Mm. Um, you know, I just always felt like I learned something, but no, you've, you've got a great team there. So but what, and, and, you know, one of the things they've done best of all, I think, is that they've each carved out their own relationships with Alex and Saipin. And, mm. and, 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 you know, so I've got my relationship with them, which is, you know, gone through gone through its journey. <laughs> uh, and is, it's just, actually, you know, I couldn't do what, I couldn't do what I'm doing yeah. without, without them. Mm-hmm. And somehow that's I've listened to that yeah. in in a really you know in a really po- in a really positive way. But yeah. but they've also built relationships with them, yeah. uh, and it's not like everything has to go through to me through me yeah. to to them or to stakeholders. And you know, yeah. that's and also with the investors as well. You know, you know, I, I think there's you know you're not this kind of bottleneck like the person not like no, exactly. Alex you know you, mm. you've empowered them to have all those direct well, I'm trying to get, you know? I'm trying to get out of their way uh, yeah I'm literally trying to get out of their way yeah, and and, uh, and, and I they want that believe me hmm? well, <laughs> <laughs> he told me that <laughs> they keep telling me good stories I think they think they're telling me what I want to hear every now and again they're saying okay you know you get stick your oar in a bit earlier into that because you've got this different way of thinking about things your your mind works differently and and uh I'm like, okay, be, be careful what you wish for. Actually, <laughs> be careful what you wish for, because I think most people prefer the empowerment model. <laughs> here's here's our strategy. Let's go. But just going back to that, in terms of the way you think, this is something I alluded to earlier. What mm. I was saying about you was, you. It's almost like watching a drunk guy in a pub fight with a mirror. This bit's not getting. Sorry, sorry. And this is and this is a compliment. Is this a compliment? Because what you do is you don't only question what what someone's presenting to you. You then actually beat yourself up with what you've come up with as well. So you just kind of sit and you're having a conversation with yourself, and we all just sit back. This is this is this is not this is this is not going high. I hope this was going to go Mark just to be, just to be clear I thought this was I thought this was career in hamstring it's fantastic so you just let, let him let him sort out with himself what's right and what's wrong and we'll get the decision at the end of the meeting uh, no it's, it's a compliment it's a compliment so try, try me again I'm like that's a compliment <laughs> oh my goodness right so a couple a couple of things I better let you go it's a rare well. skill it's a rare skill. it's a rare skill to fight with yourself um, argue with yourself so a couple of things then so just hospitality challenges in general yeah how are you feeling about all that so staff energy you know trading all that stuff what the cost of living crisis all that how's how i'm bored of that? it yeah yeah bored of it just want to look forward bored of it yeah good i good just answer. think you know that is what it is we're gonna get punched and punched and punched and yeah. punched so Control why not why not? yeah that's a bit trite but you know yeah. let's um we've been punched and we're going to get punched so let's muscle up a bit and let's lean into it a little bit and let's just be better yeah and so because if we do all that then we'll be better than we would otherwise have been if there's more headwinds than you expect we'll be better able to cope with them if things are better than people fear then we'll be grand and actually i'm massively optimistic anyway so i think the truth is i don't think it's going to be easy but i don't think it's going to be Armageddon and if it's Armageddon 
then we've got nothing to worry about anyway. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's a good outlook. I love it. I love it. Right, last couple of things. Then, mm. what's next for you? What's next for Roses? What's next for hospitality? What's next for me? Hopefully, well, hopefully, a lot more of this. Yeah, but I, I get distracted easily. That's that's one of my many weaknesses of which I've finally or more more recently become aware. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to keep the team focused and keep myself focused without sort of running away with the idea of doing something else. You know, I, I, I'm ambitious. I'm, I am ambitious. And despite, despite my genuinely self-deprecating uh, view of most things, I, I, I do think I've got quite an interesting skill set that I would like to put to work ultimately in a, in a bigger business or a multi-brand business or a multinational business. Mm-hmm. But part of that's probably just that I, I, I just like change and challenge and, and feeling uncomfortable and having to figure things out and, and all of those sorts of things. And so and the new, the new. Yeah, so, so I think there's, there's, a, there's a big job to finish with roses mm-hmm. and whatever finish, whatever finish, make, whatever finish looks like. I had one thought of I'd, I'd kind of like to be involved in something else on the, on the side. Mm-hmm. If the right opportunity was, so was there, or investing, net, net, yeah, probably netting, maybe a bit more investing. I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. It's, I, but I come, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it, and and in a weird way, the harder, the harder it is. I mean, I actually think I'm not going to say that. I actually, th- I was, was going to say, I was going to say things, things are easy. They're not easy, but mm. you know, we we've got probably as much control as we can have yeah. of things at the moment. And I, I like it when things are are hard and, and seem to and seem to perform best when things are hard pressure's or new on. and pressures on. You know, mm. the, the Oaxaca period, the coronavirus period, all these challenges. So I don't know how to put that to work. It's a long answer to your question. I, I, yeah. I, I don't. And for and for roses, you know, we've 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 got this tool in the water internationally. There are other things we could do, other channels, but. And, and I do think the delivery market in particular is interesting because I think you look at other cuisines, mm. how how those, what the opportunity is. So the Thai market generally is a big opportunity, but so is delivery within it. Yeah. So there may be something in that space that's interesting, but focus, 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 focus. Every time we start talking about it and strategizing, we were away last week and, and I do my strategizing in a group, talking to people rather mm. than sitting, thinking, reading books. Every time we debate it all, we come back to less rather than more. And you know, one of that's that was a Oaxaca lesson. But also, stop, stop. I get the feeling if you have five ideas in a meeting, there's probably another fifty in your head that you you are self editing. <laughs> you know, so actually, and what was it? Know, what was it? Was it again? I'm going to punch up my mother. <laughs> yeah. um, and then so, and then Rose, well, obviously, Blue Cafe number two. <laughs> we need to get yes, off the ground. Yes, type in. We'll crack on with yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Get the, I've, She'll I've never the site right for you. If anyone's listened to the end, if anyone has listened to the end, it won't be her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no, you know, they, yeah. Anyway. And then hospitality futures bright. I think the futures. I think the futures bright. I think it's. I think it's interesting. Mm. I think I can't quite. You know, I think people are going to want to keep going out, and so many people say that. Is it full experiential that they want, or is it just sort of 
buzz and engagement when when push comes to shove. Yeah. I don't know exactly where I am on that. Maybe coming back towards it, it it's not basic that they want, but it, it just yeah. getting together. And so, so I can't, you know, and do health versus veganism versus nutrition versus what he's, they, it, and I don't, I don't know where I stand on all of that, on, on all of that. And just sort of, there's a, there's a big mainstream, there's a big mainstream opportunity to look after people for it to yeah. be, for it to be hospitality. Yeah. Uh, the AI, I do think is interesting. Lots of people talk about it and I'm, I am boring my guys on that, asking them what their plans are for AI in each of their functions. Because it doesn't change any of the fundamentals, but I think it could just make everything, like all the process elements. Takes the pain away. Takes so much pain away and just allow so much more time to focus on on the bit, which I don't think anyone can quite envisage AI doing until there are robots, right? But writing menus, social media, you know, in the marketing side of things, you know, so much you could do. Well, just you can actually create on. so much material. I mean, spent, yeah. a, spent a day, hands-on day, with a group of other CEOs through uh, through this YPO group I'm a member of, and, and and being taken through it and signing, you know, logging into all the things, and it kind of blows you. I mean, I was creating stuff and thinking, again, a bit like the almost where we started the conversation on the walks. If I, you know, if I can do this, imagine somebody who's a bit more talented not just yeah. a jack of all trades what, what they could do or, f- or we focus a bit of time on it what it prompt could do. engineer that's the mm-hmm. new prompt engineer the new no, thing isn't no. it right last couple of questions then so uh some fun stuff favorite city to eat in new york uh-huh and favorite hotel <laughs> favorite hotel <laughs> my wife's in the hotel game uh you asked you she, told me you, you have to-, to see one of hers mm-hmm. do you have to see one of hers Absolutely, absolutely not. Okay, absolutely not. <laughs> Favorite hotel? I don't know. I'll go with. I'll go with the Conrad Hotel in Sardinia. Nice. Sounds great. We'll yeah. put a link to it, and, mm? and it, we'll put a link to it in the notes. People can. No, I said that's a, such a boring. Room. That's such a boring. Think it's boring. It's, it's good. Well, in the last podcast, I've had a premiere in. <laughs> you, well, you want to know what the memory is? That's what you should. Yeah, this, you, pre- did, did, you, did you dig in? Did you premier, dig into the, the what? Premiere in Alton Towers. Just they, they love going. Uh, uh, um, it was a, a screenwriter and his partner. Uh, they just love going to Alton Towers and the Premiere in holds good memories. Why not? That's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. That's a favourite thing to do. I'm glad um, you didn't ask me. But it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, favourite coffee shop. Watch how I knew you were going to say. How did you not? Because I took because we went we there. We went and we like a lovely. I take, thing. I take everybody there. And Mark, you, you've taken Mark there. I think I've had meetings with Sarah. Mm. It's a lovely brand, isn't it? It's a great brand. So well considered, thought through. It's just minimal great. but classy. Totally minimal, oh. but it's just great coffee. Yes, really great coffee. So we're about to open in New York. Um, he's he's a good guy. It's almost a good guy. Japanese, isn't it? In a way, almost, in a almost, almost very good, oh. very good. If you don't know Watch House, uh, if anyone's still there. And you don't you don't know Watch House, then maybe you've gained something from this podcast. Yeah, go and go and have a coffee and Watch House for sure. It's just it's beautiful, and also the, even the pastries are laid out like jewellery. And oh my god, mm-hmm. um, favorite bar, pub. Is it is it really cliched to say the Crown in Belfast? No. Yeah. In Belfast. Yeah. Because. Because. 
formative formative years uh-huh. formative years and it's a classic it's a classic do you know it and what would you have here no my dad's just back from my, my dad's from Belfast oh, you don't, um, it, it, so I need to ask him yeah Guinness well, yeah. what do you what do you have there Guinness. well I guess yeah is that just always your poison of choice uh, wherever you are often uh, often you had this black heart yeah Brewdog you tried it no if you could see my face, <laughs> oh, really? if you could see my face, Scottish Guinness. Huh? What the? Uh, I, I like these guys. I do like these yeah. guys a lot, but oh, it would yeah. take me a lot to drink a pint of that. <laughs> okay, um, and then last one: favorite restaurant, Vidal's. Okay, where's that? Where is that? That is in a very small village in France called Fitu, where my parents have a house. Lovely. And have had one, I've had a house there for about, uh, I think, my age of my kids for, for about 12 years. So we have gone every year, at least once, uh, including COVID, where I almost got stuck during, during that trip. Um, it's a, let's say the food is not in danger of earning a Michelin star. Or the, re- the restaurant is certainly, you know, the okay. restaurant's not in danger of earning a Michelin star and the food will never be close to earning a Michelin star. Yeah, But it's family run. Uh, family of vintners and uh, restaurateurs. Family are always there. Um, a lot of French kisses from the men uh-huh. uh, on arrival, free drinks. You know mean the peck on the cheeks, not French kissing. It's <laughs> <laughs> very It's just very, uh, <laughs> it's very it's, I thought, big I thought, mistake to well, I, I, yes, well, Yes. Thank you. Thank you for the. Thank you for, you like it. thank you for the clarification. <laughs> no, it's, it's. You know. Do you know what I said earlier? I said, I said a couple of minutes ago. It's no. It's hospitality. Aye. It's like serious hospitality. Yeah. We know all their family now through um, who've grown up, and now one of them's gone off to make wine, and they come and serve the wine. By the way, the, the wine's about eight euro a carafe for fantastic French wine. It's a. It's a village with its own uh, designation, red wine designation. So it's. It's it's the place, and hopefully. My family will continue to go there for years and years and years. Great. That's a lovely note to end on. So thanks so much for coming in. It's been so nice to see you. Enjoyed it. Good luck editing that. That'll be fine. And, uh, Let's just go out. Uh, Let's just go out. <laughs> leave you. Thank you. Wishing you well. Oh man, it was so good to have my great friend Gavin Adair, who's the CEO of Rosa's Tie, in the room, live and direct, and having a wee blether as Celtic brethren. So, so excited to hear about what's been happening in Rosa's since I've left, and I'm just wowed by the expansion trail that they're burning all the way through the UK. They're going to be in every town and city very, very soon, and I'm here for it. One of the best restaurateurs out there, one of the best Thai concepts out there by a country mile. And I'm so great that their authentic heart still beats through Saipen and, uh, you know, some of the original team. But I'm just so gassed for them in terms of the success that they're bringing. So well done, guys, and I wish you well. This podcast is sponsored by Vita Mojo, the all-in-one restaurant management platform helping operators grow ATV, reduce tech complexity and serve guests better. Just visit vitamojo.com forward slash supersonic and get in touch with the team right away. That's vitamojo.com forward slash supersonic. So this is me, Mark McSee, signing off for another podcast and I'm really looking forward to the next time we're together. Next time we'll hear from many, many more interesting people with top tips, tricks and tales that will make your brand boom.